0: Recording in progress. Like I said, one of these days I'm just going to hit leave.
1: <laughs> Before we even started. Fuck you. A, and the uh, horse you rode in on. I thought about it, Kev. Fuck you. leaving. I'm leaving. <laughs> I'm leaving.
0: wanted me to do the intro, I said no, no, no. Yes to side black and when Randy gets back it's no, no, no. Look, I know that's an Amy Winehouse reference, but it's becoming increasingly difficult to write these in the Cardinals' absence. I'm developing a grudging respect for the intro and outro work he does. Anyway, put the seat back in the reclined position, relax, and let's dive into another episode of Seaside Pod Review.
2: Brand new angle, highly commendable Seaside Sad
0: with you. Sad with you. Yeah, I'm not giving you a kiss. get a bit, get a bit tired and you get all fucking belligerent. Jesus. I know, eh? Hey? And he's drinking. them, I mean, unless that's neat gin, the cardinal is drinking water already. This is this is not a good sign.
1: The cardinal's quite tired.
0: So <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, Card- I'm The cardinal can't
1: the car- cardinal can't stay up late and drink beer tonight.
0: Yeah. Uh, me and Emma were driving, my youngest was we were driving oh, someplace. yesterday, Justin. I gotta take a photo, I gotta post it on socials of um the the someone had a, the the plate was their plate was there, the vanity plate was cardinal, C R D N A L. Like imposter, <laughs> pretender to the throne, you're not the cardinal. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Off the
0: road.
1: Uh, you son of a bitch. Hey,
0: I wanted to I wanted to throw something at you Mr. Woods. Um that I don't know if you saw. Did you see this? I mean, I know lists are lists and they suck usually and what have you, but yeah so Bill, billboard magazine or the website obviously put out the fifty greatest rock lead singers of all time now there's a couple of caveats here they've disqualified um Prince Bruce Springsteen, where basically it's like the the guy is the it's it's a solo artist with a support act sort of thing, or more or less that's what that's what they're saying just because they wanted it to, they wanted it to be bands right they want it to be rock singers in bands essentially is what they're saying
1: right okay, okay, okay.
0: so I'm curious i mean again, top of your head. Who would be your top five? If you're going rock vocalists, all time rock vocalists or singers, lead singers,
1: who, who are you going with? Yeah, I mean Freddie. Yeah. Uh
2: Robert Plant. Yeah. Um uh, uh Deep Deep Purple Ian. Gillen. Gillen. Yeah. Um
1: Best Rock. Oh, 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 uh, uh um, Ronnie G- Ronnie James Dio. Deal, okay. And uh, I don't know. After that, just let me think. Just this, uh, this is just being sprung on me here. Let me think. Mm-hmm. One more. Um, yeah. Well, you know what is funny. I I see it there, but I think I'm going to go with it. Blondie. Okay. A bit Deborah Harry. Sorry, Blondie's Harry, yeah. the band.
2: Okay.
0: So top fifty. Would it surprise you to know that uh, Gillen and Dio did not make the list? Uh, well, yeah. <laughs> Okay, let's just let's just scroll through this a little bit because it is a fucking train wreck. Zach Delarocca, Rage Against the Machine. Fine, I'm okay with that. He's, yeah, I don't yeah, he's necessarily a singer, but he's more of a rapper. But okay, well, uh, Ruben Albaran, I don't know, is a Mexican. I, I I can't really speak to that. 48. Yeah. Dave Dave Grohl. Dave Grohl in the top 50 singers. Yeah, I have an issue with that. I, I fuck it. You know, I'm a huge Foo Fighters fan. I'm a big booster, Dave Grohl. Yes, he's you are. Near, he's nowhere near the top 50 rock singers. I mean, that's just insane. Um, Paul Westerberg I don't know Polly Stein I don't know Corey Glover Living Color
2: great singer he's a great singer yeah. that. Jerry Garcia yeah Yeah. Courtney Love oh gosh <laughs> well yeah I don't
0: agree <laughs> with that one Search Tanking System of Down yet you got to give that one yeah it's great get this one number 41 who's number 41 Randy <laughs> <laughs> Liam Gallagher oh Okay. Yeah, sorry. Brittany Howard, Alabama Shakes, I don't know. But so Liam Gallagher is only two oh, Brit- places is only two places below
1: Paul McCartney. <laughs> oh, my God. But hang on a second. Just go up, scroll okay. up there. Uh, because Brittany Howard, if you've never listened to Alabama Shakes, you should. Okay. She can fucking sing. Iggy Pop. Well, yeah, like a good <laughs> singer, you know. He sings.
0: Gwen Stefani. She is, She's pretty good. Uh, she's a good singer, but she. I mean, no doubt with he Yeah, I suppose you can call him rock. I suppose Joe Strummer, The Clash. Um,
1: it, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I guess it just you know it depends on what what you're calling because I mean I love Joe Strummer, but yeah, you know is he a great singer? I don't know. He's got he's got personality. Put it that way. Yeah,
0: Grace Slick, Jefferson Airplane. Yeah, fair enough. I can see that Chester Bennington, Linkin Park. I don't like Linkin Park, but fair enough. The guy can sing. Yeah, Starbucks I don't could know. could, could sing. sing. Yeah, sorry, could sing. Um, Aussie. <laughs> I mean, he's so iconic. Again, is he? Really, a great singer? I, you know, yeah. Origin, yeah, Grace yeah. Against Me. I don't know. Steve Perry, Journey's only at thirty. Yeah, you know. Yeah. and Wilson Hart.
1: Yeah, she could probably be a little higher up on that list. Oh, and Anthony Kiedis. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I like the Peppers, but that guy. Yeah, he's not a great singer Can, by any stretch. he's of a paperback. Lou Reed? I wouldn't say so. I mean, yeah, I don't think even Lou Reed would be happy to be on this list.
2: <laughs> He'd be like, "I'm terrible." <laughs>
0: Okay, this one just burned my ass. Like, Tom York, really? I, yeah. I mean, Radio were a rock band for about eight minutes when they first fucking started, but I don't think they've been that since, have they? Yeah. You know? Joplin, yeah, you got to put Janis Joplin there. Of course, Rob Halford at 24. Of course, too yeah. Too low, but of course. Carinol, the AAS, yeah. I'm kind of all right with that one a little bit. I think more, more engine attitude than technical ability, mm-hmm. probably, but Eddie Vedder, Pearl Jam. Again, don't like his voice. Guy's a great singer. yeah. yeah.
1: Jim Morrison. I, I see. Don't that's like. yeah. Because you know it's funny. Because I had thought of Jim Morrison when we were talking about this. But yeah. I was just thinking like he he's just like I mean, say day. Hey, I love the, absolutely love the Doors. Uh, is he is he a great vocalist? I don't think so. Does he have attitude <laughs> and moxie and all those other yeah. wonderful things? Yes. So Roth
0: at twenty. I mean, he's going to be in the top fifty list. I I could definitely make an argument that he shouldn't be as a singer, but we've had that discussion a million times, and I've yeah. come around a lot to David Lee Roth, but um, yeah. yeah. Kathleen Hanna from Bikini Kill, I don't know. I mean, Jack White from the White Stripes. Again, yeah. I love the white stripes, but really?
2: And yeah. there's only
1: one place below Chris Cornell
2: who is below
0: Michael Stipe.
1: Yeah. Have you ever heard Michael Stipe? Have you ever heard some live stuff of REM? No. <laughs> <Awful>. <laughs> yeah. So, well, maybe, maybe I've just seen a few bad performances, but yeah. Mike is a Mike is uh Mike is singing in the key of Mike. The key of M. (laughs) Yeah. I don't give a fuck what chord you're playing. I'm singing this note. (laughs) Chrissy Hine, the pretenders. Yeah. Great singer. Absolutely.
0: Steven Tyler from Aerosmith, number 14. That's okay. Haley Williams from paramore a good singer. Is she 13? Absolutely not. Daltrey, 12. I mean, again, Robert Smith is better, is a better rock singer than Roger Daltrey.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I don't know about that. Axel Rose at 10. I mean, we both got our opinions on Axel Rose.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, he can't yeah. sing, but.
0: <laughs> no. And Bono, you know, I mean, love love Bono, hate Bono, and the general consensus is he's a bit of a knobhead, but the boy can sing and he's fucking amazing. I've seen him live. Brilliant singer. Um, pompous, pompous fuck. Pomp- oh, absolutely. George Clinton, Parliament Funkadelic.
1: Well, there again, yeah. Rock singer? Yeah. You know, I mean, and I love uh, you, you. know, I love I yeah. love Parliament Funkadelic, but yeah, and, and okay.
0: So here's the thing for you too. I know he was flamboyant and he's 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 the the, the dude, but was he the best singer in Parliament Funkadelic?
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> that's hard. That's hard to say.
0: <laughs> so Debbie Harry comes in at seven. Yeah, you know, what, what was one of your picks? David Byrne, Talking Heads, at number six. Yeah. twenty-five places above McCartney.
1: Yeah, yeah, that does. And there again, I mean, I fucking love Talking Heads. Me too. But,
2: yeah. Number five, Kurt Cobain. I mean,
0: the list... He's a good singer, but... He is a good singer. Is he better than Chris Cornell? Is he he 20-some places better than Chris Cornell?
1: Yeah, not in my book. Number
0: four, Monsieur Plant. Justifiably. Justifiably.
2: Number three is? Frederick Mercury. Okay. So who do you think? I mean, just
0: a wild (laughs) punt. Who do you think they've got above Freddie?
1: Oh, I can't even guess. Okay. I can't even guess. Okay. You're going to love the first. Well, you'll love them both, but. And
0: you you love both singers. I love both singers. You will just fucking shake your head. Okay. Stevie
2: Nicks. Oh, yeah. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And then? The goat, oh. Mick Jagger. Oh, <laughs> oh my
0: God.
1: And,
0: and again, yeah, there you, you are. You are a man who loves the Rolling Stones. And uh, the Rolling Stones are opening up for him. It's the first time they ever saw him. And they weren't really very well known. There's about six kids rushed to the front. You know, that was their fan base at the time. Everybody was there for Little Richard. And I think Bo Diddley was on the, the show and all that. And it was priceless. i would never seen anything so rebellious in my life. Some guy yells out, get your hair cut. And Mick says, and I'll never forget these words, well, I look like you.
1: <laughs> I do love the Stones, I do. But let's be honest, let's just be honest for a second. Mick Jagger <laughs> is not a great singer. You know, you know what, uh, like the ultimate insult <laughs> He's dressed up as a compliment is uh, I guess it's not really dressed up as a compliment <laughs> He's uh, he'd be a, a He's a good utility singer <laughs> I
0: mean holy hell
1: <laughs>
2: and I You need somebody just... to just get the job
0: done <laughs> Just for balance I want to just throw a few names in here Who didn't make this list And you think about some of the names we've just read off and looked at on this list And again it's subjective and, and whatever But Sting Sting's not on this list yeah, uh, good points. Sammy Hagar, I know that he's love or hate him, but I mean, he's a lot better a singer than a lot of people on this list. Ronnie James yeah. Dio, we already said Ian Gillan. David Coverdale. Coverdale's yeah. not Gillan, but he's still, you know. Annie Lennox, I think you could say is a, is a rock singer. When, when she was with the Eurythmics, she did a lot of rock stuff. Mm-hmm. Livon Live on Helm isn't on the list. Bruce sure. Dickinson, Bon Scott. Bon Scott, yeah. maybe you could do an argument. Rod Stewart. Yeah. Lennon's not on the list.
1: So, you know. I know, I know. I, know. I thought, I thought, I thought Lennon might be on it. Dreadful list. So
0: yeah, so there you go. So officially, uh Mick Jagger and Stevie Nicks are better rock singers than Freddie Mercury. So we've all just got to live with that. So there you go.
1: There we go. Yeah, according to Billboard. magazine According to Billboard, <laughs> who can go? Uh, fuck themselves. themselves. Yes. <laughs> By the right, order anyway. of the Cardinal.
0: <laughs> so you're uh, you're still in, you're still in Winnipeg. You're still in your purple room. you still in
1: your Cardinal room there. I am. Um, yes. Yes. And you've been
0: you've been some shenanigans. You've been.
1: Yes, yes. Yeah. Changing directors and all kinds of fun things like that. a long day today, so
0: So a long day. The Cardinal is tired. So I think you, the best thing to do really is to listen to some queen. I some, think that is I pet. think that is
1: the best thing to do.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well last week we covered a a wonderful little ditty called Lazing on a Sunday afternoon. And um you again you you never remember, so I'll tell you. You said <laughs> 90% champion, 10% dust. Yeah. And I said, 95% I champion. Yeah. <laughs> I said so, what is the poll result?
1: Well, we have 92-2 as a champion and 7.8 biting the dust. Which means? The well, wins. I'm just a touch closer, but not by much. <laughs> split the difference. <laughs> <laughs> uh
0: so uh, Paul Bradbury at Journal Paul B says, just over a minute of Vintage Queen, a song only Freddie could have written. And we commented on that in the episode. Uh, I love hearing the isolated piano part. Nice to hear the real chords. So that was cool. I mean, that's because we'd gone on and I found the isolated piano track and it's always nice to listen to the,
1: to the stems when you can get them here. Definitely, yeah. Uh, Jim C, Curtis Sparkle says, this is a brilliant track, delightfully odd and sweet. That live version, though, Raj, for fuck's sakes, give it a rest. <laughs> Go out and have a wank or something. It's so true. It's like, Roger, come on, come on, man. Not the time nor the place. <laughs> also, I'm taking legal advice on being called a miserable prick on some fucking Kanakistani podcast. Which, yeah, Kanakistani. That's good. I've never heard that one. Uh, did you not send him a nice video? I
0: did send him a nice video apologizing,
1: yes. So Yes, you know. good, good. So I think I think everybody should go and look at that because it's really very heartfelt.
0: Hi, Jim, it's Kevin from uh, Seaside Pod Review. I just wanted to send you a video to say a heartfelt sorry um, for calling you a miserable prick. It was unnecessary, it um, was immature, uh, and I feel like I've let myself down, I've let the show down, um, and I've let the people of Kanucky stand down. So I would like to retract everything that I said.
2: P.S. I changed my mind. Kiss my ass. <laughs>
0: it's very heartfelt, and I meant, it. I meant it from the bottom of my shoes. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Alex Small says, um, Lazing on a Sunday afternoon is a champion for so many reasons. Perfectly short, segues lovely into I'm in love with my car, ridiculously camp, Freddie at his finest. Although, let's be honest, he ain't an ordinary guy. There so you go. Reference to the lyrics there.
2: Lynn
1: Davidson, haven't listened to it yet. Will do On My Way Home. Doesn't matter what you say, though. It's brilliant, creative, humorous champion. Yeah, we're with you. We're with you, Lynn.
0: Well, maybe she was expecting one of us to dust it. Who knows?
1: Yeah. Rob
0: Maher says, champion. The phrase quintessential queen was invented for these kinds of songs. and I think the Opera is probably the best sequence queen album, and this sits perfectly as a palette cleanser between Death on Two Legs and I'm In Love With My Car. Uh, hashtag, thank you for coming to my TED talk. So there you go. I mean, if it's Queen, shouldn't it be uh, Fred talk?
1: Yeah, I think, I think, yeah, my Fred talk. Lisa Malloy, a rollicking tune. I always want to skip when I listen to it. Champion all day long.
0: And i tell you what, Lisa, when I first read that on Twitter, I was like, skip it. What is she talking about? And then I understood yeah. what you mean. The, the verb to skip, as in to, to cavort merrily with a, maybe with a rope. Well, not with, you don't need a rope to skip, do you, Randy? You don't, you don't, Kevin. Uh, Leighton Brown says, not listened to the episode yet, but the only improvement I could even think to suggest is that the band had done what the Magic Ears did and repeat the guitar solo. It is absolute fun on a bun. A joyous, stupendous, ridiculous romp. Couldn't agree more.
1: Ian Winnick, the older I get, the more I love mercurial whimsy. (laughs) Uh, Honestly, how could you not smile when this joyous piece of nonsense comes on right after a savage... Kicking, that is death on two legs. <laughs> uh, you have to be heartless. You have to have no soul. You have to have... You'd
0: have to be Owen Lincoln.
1: <laughs> there you go, okay. <laughs> a little cheap shot there.
0: But I mean, I should say quickly too, though, that I only discovered, it was either today or yesterday, that Ian is also a very good songwriter, singer, musician. Um, I'll send you a couple of his tracks around you and have a listen. Very, very good. Absolutely. Um, Paul Walboff says voted champion at Randy Woods Band mentioned Freddie being a West End Broadway star I recall a rumor of Andrew Lloyd Webber looking to Freddie to star as Phantom in a film version of Phantom of the Opera and then he's posted a link of good so the, I'll, I'll show you a little bit of this quickly Randy so you know Good Omens have you seen the TV series I have or... yeah, yeah and I okay. watched
1: this clip already yeah very oh, cool did, okay. yeah <laughs>
0: Bricey says, Champ, great little ditty from Fred, great lyrics, fun tune, and classic Queen. They have such a range of classicness. I mean, father to son and Lazing are worlds apart musically, but are both classic Queen. How can that be? But it's a fact. Great show, Bricey. Thanks, Bricey.
1: Rob Hatton, if you want to be a proper card-carrying member of the Queen fandom, you just have to like this track. This is peak Queen whimsy and a vital part of their DNA. Champion. Oh, and I'm glad to see there will be no Hitman required this week, Your Grace. And I do believe I re- replied that uh, I'm still not giving my exact location.
0: <laughs> not like that idiot Ivor Graham. <laughs> Green Rocks Australia says, I love Freddie's collection of music hall whimsy tracks. After the efforts of Paul McCartney and Ray Davis in the 60s, Fred continued the march to this great era in the 70s. Uh, Lazing on a Sunday afternoon is about as close to perfection as you can get, and is immaculately sequenced between "Death on Two Legs" and "I'm in Love with My Car" on "A Night at the Opera." And I love that. I think he's, I think he's baiting you a little bit there by throwing just nothing but acronyms at you, Randy, because I know you get sometimes oh. a little bit, a little bit lost with those.
1: Yeah, well, it's all you Queen nerds. You guys got all that. That I'm not up hip on the <laughs> vernacular of the. <laughs> Isn't
0: that a great call though? With it, because McCartney and, and Ray Davis, like Ray Davis, especially, was really. Whilst McCartney too. I mean, they were both very attuned to that sort of style of music, and and listening on a Sunday afternoons, right? You could hear you could hear Ray Davis singing that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You totally could, Joe. Yeah.
2: They seek him here, they seek him there. His clothes are loud, but never square. It won't break him so he's got to buy the best cause he's a dedicated follower of fashion
1: Alice's dad champion short and sweet and ever so brilliant queen at their queeniest completely agree and Tom Bojay champion all the way taking a gander at the album sequencing it's a beautiful tempo change from the sudden stop of death on two legs one minute and seven seconds of why (laughs) I love queen and Randy's vote all is right in the
2: world.
1: <laughs> oh, God. I mean, you know, you got yes, them back. I, just, I just aim to please, really. I do. <laughs> Liar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you aim to do the most amount of damage as you can. Um, <laughs> at Rudy Rutherford, I feel like photography, says, the versatility and depth of talent within this four pieces on full show in their earlier years. The album before this, they were experimenting with speed metal, and in this one, it's a camp vaudevillian Ditty champion. Yeah, I mean, the gears that they had were just, can you imagine like, being a being a band at that time and sort of being one of the contemporaries and thinking, well, fucking hell, we
1: can't do that. <laughs> no. no doubt, yeah. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, Nikki, the Midwife Nikki, it's songs like these that make you not need any other band. Hard rock, punk, funk, pop, opera, rock and roll, old time musical hall, anything I've missed, champion all the way and twice when I'm lazy on a Sunday afternoon. Right. Yeah, there you go. And they do do it all, don't they? I think you could
0: I think I could probably just about sell reggae. There is one tune that's just all, it's just it, it skirts around the edges of reggae, so you could probably throw a little bit of reggae in there
1: as well. <laughs> uh, Black Pie, champion, short and sweet. There you go. Steven Russell says, pure for Eddie, pure queen and pure genius.
0: The switch of mood from the scathing brutality of Death on Two Legs to this song is hilarious and completely joyous. It's funny too, because Death on Two Legs is, it's so mean. And mm-hmm. so, like, nasty and harsh and abrasive musically. And, and then you get this, lum, 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 it's like, what the fuck's <sighs> going on here?
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, love it. Uh, Justin Fotheringham, lovely little tune. A nice bit of panache after the vile, <laughs> though exceptional death on two legs. You can do it, Randy. Uh, <laughs> feel like a little homage to the Marx Brothers, too. Champion. Yeah, see, I'm, yeah, I know, a DOT. I, I, I'm with you guys now.
0: I got it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like, I like the Marx Brothers quote, in there too. I am a huge Marx Brothers fan. A huge Marx Brothers fan. I know. Which I'm, have you ever seen, did you ever watch any of their movies when you were growing up or not so much probably?
1: Mm, don't think so.
0: Oh my God, fantastic. This lady is my wife. You should be ashamed. If this lady is your wife, you should be ashamed. Uh, Dita at, at My Chameleon Days, it's a champion, darlings. Only Queen could come up with a song like that and do it convincingly. And that's the other thing too. It's not, It is a pastiche, but it's not because they're not. They don't fuck around with it. They're not. It's not like who's that lounge singer who did all those lounge covers. You know what I mean? Like they're not making fun of it. It's not a parody. It's just done in that style. PJ at New Mercury says, "Champion a slice of English ditty perfection."
1: Uh, Abby says, "A brass band play this in an episode of Good Omens." The other thing being, besides Queen, that I'm really normal about. (laughs) (laughs) And when I watched it for the first time, I got so excited. I dropped an open Tesco tuna meal <laughs> pasta pot on my dog. <laughs> oh, that is ridiculous. I love uh,
0: it. And I commented I don't know we're going to beat that for Tweet of the week. <laughs> I don't know if we I don't yes. just call it off now,
1: you know. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Uh here and P at P70 Dainty, daring, and darling, 100% champion.
0: I'm just going to roll back one to Abby again and just say that I, I sense that I'm hoping that it's not just good omens. I'm hoping that you're another uh, Pratchett fan, Abby. Please do comment because I'm a huge Terry Pratchett fan and I'm 40 books through um, my latest reread of the Discworld series. So I've only got one left and then I'll start again at the beginning. <laughs> Brian Crozier um, says, It could only be Queen. Signature campness abounds, champion all day, every day, not just a Sunday. And Matt Greenham, who's still verified, he wants us to know, says, Good. obviously a champion, wonderful witty whimsy, and what a palate cleanser after death on two legs. And it's funny here, because that comes up all the time, and it is, it's so, it's such a stark contrast, and it's just genius, it's genius sequencing.
1: Yeah, it is. Prime, jive, Funster Aaron, P, 1978 champion, I love all of Freddy's music hall numbers. He always joked about his songs being disposable, but the hard work and effort he put into these tunes are a big reason that they are far from that. They are timeless, beautiful, and fun, just like the man himself. And you know, I would argue. Uh, you know, I'm not going to argue. I would just say, you know, uh, Van Halen in the early days sort of did these fun little yeah things that I, for me as a and you know I was coming to these guys listen wanting to listen to rock and and as well as Queen. Queen, uh, those are some of my most memorable songs and some of my most favorite songs.
0: Out upon the islands on a cool summer night, buddy. You don't got to
2: hurry, to your time. What you need is on the menu, and you get it tonight, buddy. You got women's on your mind.
0: Those are the ones that we tend to gravitate towards too, I think, as fans, eh? Yeah, yeah. like those are the ones. It's the oddball ones that you know, because the radio hits as good as they are. Often it's like, ah, I want the stuff that no one else is listening to. And the other thing I was going to say around here, I mean. You, I know that you would probably back me up on this as a musician, as a recording artist, is it's really, you have to put a lot of fucking work in to make it sound like it's effortless. Yeah. It's really, it's hard work to make it sound effortless, you know, to make it sound that effortless.
1: Yeah, exactly, yeah.
0: Andrew Holloway says, perfect little cameo. I often think this, Seaside Rendezvous and Good Company make up a kind of unofficial trilogy on a night at
1: the opera. Yeah,
0: absolutely. All sort of within a similar vein, I would say.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Paul Rowley, a one minute of sheer fucking genius, champion all day long. Any dusters are clearly wrong. And then at the very, very bottom of the
2: Twitter list we have uh Rockerola Gas Lamp Victim. One word. Dust.
1: Boo. Boo that yeah. man.
0: Everyone, everyone, boo rock a Boo. boo. boo.
1: boo. <laughs> <laughs> He's entitled to his wrong opinion.
0: He is. Um, my pal Paul Roberts says, early queen equals champion. Very succinct. And Sean McGinnity says, I like that Randy brought up the Meanies as a great Winnipeg band. I would like to point out that the Meanies put out three albums, two of which were indie releases that are likely better than their big label release. So a bit of, a bit of love there from a fellow Winnipegian, Randy.
1: Absolutely. Yeah, I played with a couple of fellas from that band. Fantastic musicians.
0: And he also says about the song, everything works in here very well for what it is, but I ain't a fan of this circus thing they are doing here. I feel bad for a downvote. It is just too damned outside of what I like. I can see this being a well-loved Queen song because of all that, but for me, it was this stuff that kept me away from the band. Sorry, guys. Another one bites the dust. Ooh, but sorry. at least, you know, you know what? Though? At least we've got a reason for it. At least someone's actually posted why they're putting it down, and I, I, mean, I think it's completely wrong, obviously, Sean, but I, I respect your opinion.
1: how diplomatic of you (laughs) andy hall radio a hallmark of queen's golden age these brief but catchy vignettes usually but not always one of freddy's sequenced in the perfect position whether they're part of a larger narrative or not fun fact brian's breathtaking guitar orchestra at the end had to be recorded on the vocal track as he had run out of others by that point champion (laughs) yeah that was a that was a common common thing you, you know the singer's not singing anymore oh yeah put whatever on that track you can possibly yeah. think of yeah
0: well it's nice at the opera is you know it's very famous for that they're like the tapes fucking you know it's like fucking cling film by the end of the recording session you,
1: yeah you'd need song. a good assistant en- engineer making <laughs> notes yeah
0: russell watkins says champion all the way joyful little track that fits so well within the night at the opera album i enjoyed freddy's piano playing on the isolated track too it's reminiscent of the piano during charlie chaplin films Surely, this proves Queen would have been a musical force to be reckoned with in any era. I didn't even thought of that. Like it has got that sort of Charlie Chaplin, you know, the, mm-hmm. the, the the golden age of the silver screen. It's got that kind of thing with it. Again, we I think we did talk about that. though, hey? the you know the with, the with the with the mustache and the bowler hat and the rolled up sleeves and the yeah you know the great attitude. It's, it's got a, it's definitely got a flavor of that.
1: Uh, here we go with this maybe a first time commenter here, uh, Pepin Uman. I'm guessing at that. Abso fucking Lutely champion. I almost tend to forgive <laughs> you for last week, Mr. Randy. Uh by the way, the answer to life, the universe and everything isn't 42. <laughs> it is, sorry, Kev. 39. Fucking And I... uh yeah, I was just saying to, to Kev, I'm not sure if he's referencing my old band or not, but uh possibly. Which, which is which is
0: which is what? What was your what was your old my, band,
1: Randy? Abso fucking Lutely. Three albums.
0: Fucking funk and lutely. Yeah. The Blue Album, the Red Album, and the Black Album, which everyone should go out and buy.
1: And
0: you know what? I, I, I don't, you know, when you're a kid, sometimes you have a favorite number. It might be because of a sports, you know, it might be your favorite sportsman. It could be a sports person, you know, on the back of their jersey whatever. My least favorite number nowadays, is 39s. I'm sick of that number because it just keeps coming back and fucking haunting me. Alan Duden, he says, so far so good. No dusters, which is a comment on this on this thread, but that was before Sean had commented. Serena Shimeka says, champion. Love those little tunes like good old-fashioned lover boy. Seaside rendezvous. Bring back that Leroy Brown, which I wanted. Uh, Millionaire waltz. Freddie's piano playing was excellent. He was a super talent, and there will never be anyone else like him.
1: Uh, Nick Crofts, pure genius. Enough said. Uh, Brian Delaney, champion, perfect little segue between the dark death on two legs to the fun, I'm in love with my car. While last week's song's, song was way too long, this is concise and to the point, one of the reasons A Night of the Opera is so great. Copy that.
0: And Lynn DeAnder says, champion, happiness, this podcast makes my Thursday mornings. Thanks. Hey, thanks so much, Lynn. That's very, 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 very kind of you to say. Thank you. Thank you. And Mary Cam says, a champion, wonderful. Again, we're just, you know, people just get to the, the points, you know? It's like this song, Your comment on this song, shouldn't be longer than the song. How about <laughs> that? The, the comment can't be longer than the song from now on. There we go. Uh,
1: Michael J. Smith, love it, love it, love it, love it. This is Classic Queen, and it's what sets them apart from other rock bands. Uh, Mr. Randy Woods, a bit quicker <laughs> on the champion dust button would be appreciated. Gave me a heart attack.
0: Uh and i pointed out that you are indeed a scoundrel and a knave so well hey uh james lawrence says a massive champion live version is great too queen extravaganza also play it now great podcast as always essential thursday thursday uh, essential thursday listening particularly enjoyed summary of sotheby's auction sad about lap pods ending yeah thanks james um again yeah we're, we're we're not going anywhere you know we got at least a couple of years left and then we'll figure out what the fuck we're going to do after that but <laughs> you know watch this space we'll try and fill the void that I mean, you can't fill the void that like Pods has, has left because those guys were unique and one of a kind, but we'll do our best. Absolutely, so. yeah. All right, well, that's the socials, Randy. That's it, hey, good. Got that that's done it. and dusted. So you know what? I was going to ask you what we're doing here for people who have never listened before, but you know what? This week, I say fuck them. They'll just have to go and find out what we're doing on their own. Oh, How about that? Well,
1: that's good. I like this new attitude, Kevin. Yeah. Yeah. Some some chutzpah, yeah.
0: <laughs> uh, Remember in Taskmaster, uh, Mike Mike Wozniak.
2: Um, you've got no chutzpah. Uh, your organizational skills are lackluster. Your timekeeping is abysmal. <laughs> oh do it.
0: All right. So, what do you want us to do, to, Randy? You're you're a bit tired. Do you need a pep up or do you need a bring down? Like, what do you? That's not a thing, is it? A bring down or a pep up? What do you, What do you feel yeah. like listening to?
1: Can you, uh, c- could you, could you recommend a, a nice sleepy queen song? Cause I can't nice think sleepy of one queen song. I mean, one that could just lull me into, into bed so I can get up and do this whole thing all over again tomorrow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, what about something like, um, oh, geez, I don't know. We don't have like too many. I mean, who wants to live forever or one year of love? They're very, very, very mellow and peaceful songs, but. Okay, one of those. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay.
1: It's going to happen want, sooner or later.
0: I want to... I see. Here's what I want to listen to, and there's a specific reason why I want to listen to this one tonight. I want us to tear it up from the works because Recovering Queen just covered this on their podcast, and there was a little bit of Twitter conversation back and forth. So I really want to go and listen to that episode. But I generally... I don't like listening to episodes that they've done, the songs that we haven't covered yet, just because right. I don't want to sort of taint the well, right? I don't want to get those opinions in my brain which I did do this week because I listened to the um uh, the lap pods episode on my melancholy blues that they did with the inimitable pank but yeah I want, to, I want to tear it up from the works so we'll, which one so one year of love or or um who wants to live forever which which one are you going for you should pick one
1: yeah one yeah. year of love that's what one I'm
0: going year with of love okay so one year of love or tear it up very different songs but we'll see what the wheel gives us and we're <laughs> we're about a one in 111 chance of getting this right Randy so you know
1: it ain't going to happen.
0: Well, we'll see. You never know. The wheel, the wheel might be kind. After your hard day, the wheel might think, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw the cardinal bone here. I'm going <laughs> to let him... Uh... Oh, my, my. Well, yeah, we're not getting any of those songs. We are, we're, we're going back, straight back to a night at the opera. We're heading right back to the same album we just covered, and we are doing, I think it's safe to call this an all-time classic Queen song. What are we doing, Randy?
1: I'm in love with my car. <laughs> uh,
0: oh my, this is going to be a fun episode. I was going to ask something. Sometimes I ask you, Randy, for the people who are just tuning in. Sometimes, Randy, have you heard this song before? What a fucking ridiculous question. Of course you've heard this song before.
1: Oh my God, yes. Yeah, I'm afraid I have a fully formed opinion on this one, but uh, I'll, I'll, try to, <laughs> I'll try to keep it quiet. I'll try to keep it down.
0: Okay, well, what we'll do, folks, is we will fuck off. You know, off we shall fuck and research. I'm in love with my car. Find out what it's all about. You know, look at some of the. Um, hopefully, I'll try and find some some quotes from Roger, justifying his his, uh, his song here and, and expressing why it should have been the B side to Bohemian Rhapsody. And then we'll come back and we'll we'll talk about it some. How does that sound?
1: Grand. This is uh, a Roger song, which uh, you think (laughs) everybody knows (laughs) at three minutes, five seconds, uh, Roger Taylor uh, backing vocals, lead vocals, drums, Freddie on the piano, backing vocals, Brian May backing vocals, electric guitar, and Miss Deacon on the bass recorded Rockfield Studios, August to September of 75. And it looks like it's probably finished up at the Roundhouse Studios in London, mid September to October 75. With our normal producers, uh, Queen, Roy, Thomas Baker, Mike Stone on the engineering. And uh, my favorite thing about this whole story that what we've read here is uh, apparently Roger uh, <laughs> locked himself in the, in the closet until the other three agreed to let him have it as the B-side for Bohemian <laughs> Rhapsody. That's just like, what are you, like eight?
0: I do love too that in um, The Complete Works it says you know um, because considering one of Roger's songs wouldn't be released as an A-side until 1982 and even then only as a US single having I'm in love with my car as a B-side was a small concern though his bandmates were less than amused when he purchased a Surrey mansion in 1978 while the others were still residing in modest city homes Wow! (laughs) I mean oh, it's so funny and there are some great quotes and we've got to read some of these out because you know, it's apparently it's dedicated to um, one John of those sound Harris. guys. Yeah, John Harris. And uh, Roger says he didn't have a girlfriend. He didn't like to eat much. I don't know why that's relevant. He wasn't interested in stamps or drinking or any of the normal interests of life, <laughs> like like stamp collecting. But he would wash his car a lot. And he says, "I like cars myself, and I can relate to that. I find my cars a lot more interesting than my girlfriend
1: most days." <laughs>
2: <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs>
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> what kind of girls are you dating there, Rog?
0: <laughs> yeah, and, uh, Brian's sp- uh, alleged reaction when, when Roger T- played it for him, three a three-word response. Not, it wasn't shit sandwich. <laughs> it was, are you joking? <laughs> <laughs> but then it's so, in, in, again, in, in the complete what he says, um, you know, 16 years after its initial release, the scars still had yet to heal with Brian grumbling to Q Magazine. We always wrote about money. A lot of terrible injustices take place over songwriting. The major <laughs> one is B-Sides. like Bohemian Rhapsody sells a million, and Roger gets the same writing royalties as Freddie because he did, I'm in love with my car. There was contention about that for years.
1: Uh, <laughs> no Look, doubt. Well, I, who wouldn't be pissed?
0: Yeah. I mean, Brian just wanted probably Sweet Ladies, the B-Side, which, you know, we'll we'll talk about that song too because they're, they're <laughs> of, a, of a kind in a way. But yeah, so, <sighs> I mean, I'm in love with my car. We all know this song, I think. I can cannot imagine there's a Queen fan who isn't intimately familiar with this track. Mm-hmm. So why don't we uh why don't we dig into it?
1: Let's uh let's let's give it a go.
0: And we should say too, because this is not on the song. This is the this is the official video. So we're getting some little uh little dinky dainty race cars at the beginning here. Yeah. So on those guitars, that's a really heavy, was that a flange? It was a flange or something on their hair that was really, really pronouncing that opening that opening sort of guitar lick.
1: Yeah, yeah, it did. It sounded like a tape
0: flange, yeah. And, you know, it's Roger Taylor, so you're going to get some drums. You're going to get lots of drums on this song. Lots of
1: drums. Right lots, of lots of drums. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you only make the song better. More <laughs> drums.
0: Well, what was, his, what was the engineer's name? The, 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 the lad is um, Mr. Yeah. Harris? John Jonathan, yeah. Jonathan, can you go to storage and find out how many more Toms we've got? <laughs> <laughs> I need all of them.
2: Such a clean machine.
0: Right. Let's 10K. leave the lyrics to the end. Let's just leave the lyrics <laughs> to the end. Let's get through the song without talking too much about the fucking lyrics, right? everyone knows we're going to get to it.
1: Oh, I love it so much.
0: The music is fucking thunderously just brilliant. It's such a great piece of music, man. Like for a rock song, it's got yeah. balls and grit and it. It's got it swings. It's got everything
1: that you want in it, right? Yeah, yeah. And just it, whenever Raj isn't singing, he's filling. Yeah. So
0: I I think I was—I don't know—I was telling you. So the I've been developing a a card game, like a little, you know, sort of a like a not strategy strategy is a bit of a grand word for it, but and it's called um, well, it's going to be called Battle of the Bands, and there's a bunch of character cards, and one of them is based on Roger, and the character's name is King of the Phil, you know, (laughs)
2: because
0: of course it's got to be right. So nice. pretty straight to this point you know we've not really had any change the direction in there but it is queen so you expect a bridge yeah and rog can ride a bridge when he when he's so inclined and so we're gonna get a bit of a bridge here right yeah yeah yeah. It's good that's good it's, it's coming <laughs> <laughs>
2: Fucking
1: killer vocal, too. <laughs> yeah, I okay, can't yeah, really. I've, I've, just... said it, I've said it many times. In any other band, he would be the lead singer. And this, I, I'm, I'm trying to think now if there's if he's got a better vocal that he does with
0: Queen, and I can't think of one off the top of my head because he just pins this to the fucking wall.
1: Yeah, yeah. He sounds like he's at the pretty close to the top of his range, uh, and he's really. You know, he's really ripping it and he's he's yeah, he's 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 giving it everything he's got. That's just how much he loves his car, Kim.
0: <laughs> we you know, <laughs> we talk about Freddie being a brilliant technical singer, but I think this song shows too that you know, apart like you said, you know, Rog could be a lead singer in most of those 70s rock bands. Like could be a great singer for the faces or something, right? Like it totally yeah. he could totally do that, that swampy bluesy style. But again, it's like he's a pretty fucking good technical singer because it his his control's there, he's hitting the nose, he knows when to do the, the crack his voice and went to sing a bit cleaner, like it's.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. And he's he's you know, for my ear, he's he's right on key. There's no no tune know, there. But the, no auto. These there. are the, yeah. These are the days before auto tune. So, you know, you just back then, you just had to be able to do it.
0: <laughs> and yeah, we'll 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 like I said, we'll we'll get through the song and then we'll talk about the lyrics. Yes, please. I just love that build on the guitar. Yeah, great. That's yeah, so fucking cool. Yeah, he's man.
1: going from a palm mute to letting it ring. Hey, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, yeah. I wonder too. Like, I, I
0: don't actually know. And if anyone, if anyone listening does know, please let us know. I said no too many times now. I don't know if Roger sort of said, "This is what I'm thinking here, Brian," or on a song like this where he's not playing the guitar, whether he just said, "Well, this is the basic thing. Throw something in there." So those little sort of signature licks and those signature runs that come into songs like this, I wonder whether it's you know Roger or Brian that's come up with that. I suspect well, it's probably Brian, but
1: my guess would be that my guess would be that Brian Brian comes up with his own licks, especially that's just could have just been an off the cuff lick for him, yeah. Too. Not something that was you know orchestrated brilliance, just you know, well, you know, just play along, you know? yeah.
0: Well, and Roger isn't a lead player either, right? Roger's a, I mean he's a rhythm guitarist when he plays guitar. He's not a lead guitarist, so he wouldn't necessarily have those kinds of little, you know, embellishments in his in his mind. Yeah. You know, and we will talk about the lyrics at the end. This is one of the I think it's probably one of the best heavy rock songs Queen did musically. I well, uh, is, there, you know, Time of the down, sure. I yeah. want girls. I want it all. Like this is, fuck man, it's so good.
1: Well, I was just gonna say, just as just when you stopped, it's uh, that uh, isn't it a great chorus? Yeah, like it's such a great chorus. It's such a great. It's a great setup. You know, the verse really sets up the chorus so nicely. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree completely.
0: And we haven't talked about Deke either. Deke's fucking playing his bollocks off on this song as well. And again, we you know we always talk about John getting forgotten sometimes because he's basically just doing what the song needs. Yeah. He's not. He's, John's, John ain't fucking around on this one.
1: Oh, yeah, I love that outro solo that Ryan's got cooking there. Well, and we do get, so we're going to have to listen to the end
0: because I'm pretty sure this is where, I'm, It's the Aston Martin, I think, right? So we get that sound yeah. effect that comes in really late. So we'll just let it play through a little bit more and then. Now, look, you know, Randy, I mean, listeners won't know, but I couldn't give two fucking shits about cars. I'm just not a I'm not a petrol head, I don't care, but that sound at the end, it does sound good. It yeah, It's got, a nice, got and... a nice
1: frap to it, yeah.
0: <laughs> frap.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, so you know, we've we've left the element elephant standing in the corner of the room, and that's fine. We'll we'll get to the elephant at some point. But what we've got to do first is we've really got to we got to vote on this. Um just to get this out of the way. And I voted last first last time, so I'm just going to load up our uh, little Champion and Bites the Dust clips, and then I'll ask you. So give me one second here. Okay, so Randy, there's a lot to talk about in this song, um, but for you, does this one
2: bite the dust, or is it one of the
0: champions? How are you going to vote this week?
2: Well, I'm not going to keep anybody in suspense, so...
1: Well, and what about you, Mr. Brown? Is this uh, a champion or is this one bite the dust?
0: Okay, we're at episode, what are we, episode 40? Was this episode 45? Mm-hmm. I've been waiting for this song. I've been waiting to talk about this song. Um, and I was pretty sure I knew I was going to vote. But I've kind of surprised myself, and I'm going to go <laughs> this way. We are the
2: champions, my <laughs>
0: I was pretty convinced that I was going to downvote this Randy and not by a lot. Mm-hmm. It was going to be marginal. It was going to be one of the, I mean, it was going to be a little bit more than 39, but it was going to be sort of a 45 ish thing because of a very, I mean, there's one, there's a lot of fucking lines in this song that are just, I mean, to say stinker is just, doesn't even do it justice. Yeah. But I think told my girl, I'll have to forget her rather buy me a new carburetor is one of the worst <laughs> lines that anyone's ever written with a straight face in the whole of rock and roll history. It's dreadful.
1: See, I don't I don't have the lyrics. What, what, what's the grease gun line?
0: Oh, the grease gun line. Okay, yeah. So <laughs> when my hand's on your grease gun, oh, it's like a disease, son.
2: <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Oh, so here's, what, here's what I think Roger
0: Taylor did. I think he wrote down pistons, grease gun, um, yeah. boy racer roll bar, radials, carburettor, um, and then just thought I'll, I'll just try and write a song around those words, and I'll make everything else fit. Because <laughs> they are, they are like, it's I, what a, it's what a seven year old writes.
1: They're you know? they're they are world class stinker fucking lyrics. <laughs> they, I just they are just like it's funny that it's funny that nobody like said, hey, geez, dude. Well, you tighten up those lyrics a little, you know, and we'll just leave it for today. <laughs> go home, have a little look at them. Just a little looky loo there, Roger, and see if you can't just tighten that up a little there.
0: Just remember, you know, we, we all do the same thing. Your first idea isn't always your best idea. No. You know, so. Well, I mean, are you joking from Brian May? I, yeah. Is <laughs> a fair
1: assessment. <laughs> oh, that is so rich. I just love that. Yeah, well, so you know, I guess uh, uh, it's not like you and I have talked exclusively about Queen, you know, prior to to starting the show. Uh, but we have discussed about this so in I the past. About this a lot because uh, just because we find it so
2: so so funny. <laughs> uh, I, you
1: know, you know, I, can, can you? But here, hang on a second. Here, can you think of another song in this level of of popularity, even roughly, with lyrics? this bad because i can't
0: you know the only one I would, that comes to mind somewhat quickly is feed my frankenstein by alice cooper which is also ball shrivelingly cringeworthy and in, in a lot of places like it really is bad
1: right okay okay i cause i because right just off the top of my head i can't think of nothing and 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 like i've said before maybe maybe i have or, or not but a lot of funk lyrics, a lot of funk, a lot of them are just like they're just play, they're just meaningless. They, yeah. you know what I mean, that's how bad they are. They're just like it doesn't even matter. You know what I mean? Get up, get on down, what the fuck, right? Uh so you know, I mean, so I can I can take I can take some cheese. Yeah, I can take some fromage, but this really is this is next level fromage. It, wrapped up in what I would call a really great fucking rock song.
0: Yeah. But I think here's the thing though, I think with funk. I don't think funk ever takes itself seriously. No, the problem it with this one is he sings it so sincerely. Yeah. Like it's like a it really is like a love song yeah. to his fucking car. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> so I'm gonna read you, I'm gonna read you a couple of lines from Feed My Frankenstein. And I think you'll get the comparison. Um, so I'm a hungry man, but I don't want pizza. I'll blow down your house and then I'm gonna eat you. Bring you to a simmer right on time. Run my greasy fingers up your greasy spine. I mean, that's this is we're in Roger Taylor territory
2: here, is what I'm saying.
1: Oh, you know what though? You know what? Those are better. <laughs> what did he write? He wrote pizza with what? Then I'm gonna eat ya. Yeah, see, that's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, but and so yeah, like because
0: Roger um, rhymes thrill with squeal. Because he's really fucking It's Such a thrill when your radials squeal. It's <laughs> like, oh, dude, you're you're really fucking having to work very, very hard to make
1: this grasping you know. at straws. Hey,
0: <laughs> <laughs> when I'm holding your wheel, all I hear is your gear. And I mean, you know, there is a you know, we talked about Brian with fat bottom girls and whether there is you know anything to sort of say about the the content of those lyrics. Are they misogynistic? Is there a problem with those? And I mean, this one, you, you, there's just no argument. Cars don't talk back. They're just four-wheeled friends now. I mean, there's there's no defending that at yeah. all, right?
1: Yeah. <laughs> oh god, yeah. Oh, that is just, that is just rich. That is rich. I don't. I would not want to see what Raj was doing with this car at night <laughs> in the garage. <laughs> there's well, nobody ever, around. There was a documentary
0: on the BBC, or or maybe it was ITV like or Channel Four or something years ago, where there are people in the world who have intimate relations with
1: their vehicles. Oh my God. This is Vanilla. She's a 74 standard beetle. And I named her Vanilla because it's kind of a, a sexy sensuous name and it's a... She's, she's white. Hmm.
0: Edward has never had an intimate relationship with another human. But he's lived with Vanilla since 1982.
1: Almost every inch of her body, there's a certain sense of beauty. Hmm. Everything about her is uh, very sensuous to me, mm. and I, I enjoy holding her. I enjoy being part of her, and and uh, like this this little area here, she's got like a, a certain
2: curve to it that really is perfect. Uh, I'll be doing this, and it's almost impossible, you know, to resist her, <laughs> <It's>, mm. and. <laughs> I get carried away, I must admit, but she's my lover. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Oh
0: well, I just imagine I can just imagine Roger in the back with the Jaguar saying, nothing to see here, no move along, move <laughs> along. <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's just a grease gun, what? <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Oh man. It's a little 10:30 on my drawers there folks.
2: <laughs>
1: Sorry about that.
2: You know what's funny yeah. though
1: is
0: I think, you know, we have talked, me and you have talked about this a lot and we've laughed about this song a lot, especially over beers and we've laughed a lot. But despite the fact that they they are I mean Delilah might give it a run for its money in terms of shitty Queen lyrics. This is one of the worst Queen lyrics, but yet it d- still doesn't manage to tank it because the song otherwise is so good like you said. It's a it's a great rock song. The foundation's rock solid, and then it builds into that course. The course is glorious. Melodically, yeah. it's just beautiful and rich and full. And everything about it, it moves well. It doesn't, it's not too long. Like everything yeah. else about the song is fantastic.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Brian, Brian has some really nice, tasty lyrics. Yeah. yeah, like you said, Dekey's playing playing up Storm. Uh, it's yeah, it's just it's just a really good rock song with shitty lyrics. <laughs>
0: I mean, <laughs> you know it, it's almost like you can almost i think maybe we can almost blame roger taylor for for hair metal because all the hair metal boys took this kind of schlock and thought fucking on, let's do that for you know 15 years that'll be great
1: yeah like oh hey that's yeah that's that's uh, brought something to to the front of my mind uh, cherry pie there you go there's some pretty bad fucking <laughs> <bugging> lyrics
2: yeah <laughs> she's my cherry pie
0: Kickstart My Heart is a song I listened to for the first time today by Motley Crue. And i got to tell you, I'm probably never going to listen to that song again.
1: Really? You, you, the first time you ever heard it? Today? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, like, like for, for a podcast, or are you just listening recreationally?
0: Oh, yeah, no, no. I was listening to my friend Corey Morissette um, on his um, rather excellent podcast, Backtracks Theme Music. They were talking about um, Talladega Nights, and the song that song is in Talladega Nights. Now, I will say that, there are some podcasts, and I hope this is one of them for people, that even if you don't like the song, or in that case, the song or the movie, because Talladega Nights to me is like, eh, fuck, whatever. I still really enjoyed the episode. Yeah, but yeah. my God, that song is basic. It's basic <laughs> bitch rock and roll, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: Well, I, I wonder, what, do you know what year that came out?
0: Kicks out my heart? Yeah. Oh, geez, it'd be what? I bet you sort of, would it be sort of, what were my crew? Were they late I'd 80s have 87 something?
1: Well, I mean, yeah, no, they had, they started early, man.
0: 89. Dr. Feelgood.
1: There you go. But, yeah, because, because uh, at one point in my life, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't mind it, <laughs> but it is pretty terrible. <laughs> it's dreadful. Oh, hey, let's, let's, well, let's have a quick look at this. Lyrics. Skydive naked from an aeroplane.
0: When I get high, I get high on speed. Yeah. Top fuel funny, car's a drug for me, you know, so I don't know. Yeah custom built bike doing 103 my heart my heart kickstart my heart it's like fucking my humps jesus what's going on
2: <laughs> with all these fucking
0: car songs has anyone ever written a really good car song there's got to be one or go. two surely yeah i mean huh. rapid roy maybe rapid roy that stock car boy i fucking love but i don't know if that's really a, i don't know if that's really a jim crochet
2: Stop boy, eat too much to believe. You know, he always got an extra pack of cigarettes rolled up in his t shirt sleeve. He got a tattoo on his arm, I Baby, he got another one that just say Hey, whatever Sunday afternoon, he is a day, track demon in a fifty seven Chevrolet.
1: Oh, yeah, a uh, hot rod Lincoln. Hot rod Oh, yeah, 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 I'm all right with that one. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool, too. My pappy said, son, you're
0: going to drive me to drinking if you don't stop driving that hot rod Lincoln. Have you heard the story of the hot rod race with the Fords and the was set setting the pace? That story is true, I'm here to say. I was driving that Model A. Does Easy ever do like an out-and-out car song? I don't know, because Eliminator yeah. had the car on the cover, but I don't think there was anything... Yeah. yeah, was there a but... song
1: about the car? Yeah, I don't know. The car was just kind of their gimmick there for a while. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I don't know. I mean, Roger Shaw wrote one. Roger Shaw wrote the shit out of a car song. And I mean, yeah. you know, we didn't we didn't talk about the last song in the song where he's running out of rhymes, and now he just starts making shit up. <laughs> so I'm in love with my car, string back gloves in my nod love. There's no such thing as autumno, love. It's just not a thing. It's not a thing.
1: You oh, know, sometimes you can make up words and songs and it works. Yeah. Sometimes it doesn't.
0: <laughs> but I mean, again, sure. I just go back to, I mean, I think as soon as you've written down the line, rather buy me a new carburetor." I just think it's all over at that point. I think you've lost. I think the battle's lost. You know, it's just done. I, I don't
1: know where you, I don't know how you come back from that. Hey, see, what did he rhyme a carburetor with again?
0: Oh, told my girl I'd have to forget her.
1: Oh, yeah. You know, so <laughs> see, that would never work in, that would never work in North America. Carburetor. Yeah.
0: <laughs> told my girl I'd have to hate her.
2: I had to yeah. buy myself a <laughs> hey, new carburetor. he didn't done it. He, did, he made yeah, it work. Hey, it could work, yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah I'm going to send Roger an email.
0: <laughs> you know what it bought him a, it bought him a mansion in surrey i don't think he gives one fuck
1: no no and uh hey man i'd just love to have the fucking royalties off that that's <laughs> what <would> we
0: all <laughs> well yeah i mean just i mean you think about that too because i think the first was this i think it was like 16 weeks or something but he rhapsody spent at number one so it was it was I mean, you just couldn't escape that song in the when it was released, and it's been it's bought raps one of the it's just one of the fucking cultural touch points of British culture now, right? Yeah. Um, so for every, that on the flip side of it, you know,
1: for every, so for every album sold, every single sold, yeah, he was getting the royalties. <laughs> it's pretty pretty cheeky, but <laughs> the idea too of people who bought, you
0: know. People who are sort of, you know, musical, you know, maybe classical fans or, or, or people who are not into rock, man. They go, oh, this is an amazing piece of work. I wonder what's on the B-side. I'm in love with my car. What the <laughs> fuck is this? <laughs> From Scaramouche, Scaramouche to fucking grease guns. It's just it's just a
1: weird, you know. <laughs> it's so, you know, maybe, is it like, is it maybe so bad that it's, that it's, that it's good? <laughs> it's good, or... Like I mean, because there's no doubt that it has given me some joy. Those horrible, horrible lyrics. But <laughs> hey, I I
0: hear you, man. I mean, you 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 may be onto something here. <laughs> oh, good it. lord. Well, okay, so we've sort of we've both upvoted. And I, like I said, I I, I wasn't sure until I, it was one of those. There's like three songs in the catalog that I think, or I was thinking, but when we started this, that I don't know how which way I'm going to vote. I'm not too sure. It'll depend on the night, depend what mood I'm in, it'll depend yeah. on a few sort of, you know, variables. This was definitely one of them. I'm kind of glad that I've voted it up just because, again, the musically, it's just fucking fantastic. Yeah. Now, how do you think the uh, the Twitterati is going to vote though? Because that's the thing we've got to do, right? We've got to think right. about, we've got to get, get into the heads of our listeners and think, are the lyrics going to just tank it for people or are they just going
1: to love it? Yeah, you know, it's that's just so hard to call, but I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna say I'm gonna do the old seventy thirty because I think there's definitely to be some people that don't like it. Yeah. Uh but I think but I think there, there's gonna be more that do like it. And I, I could be off, it could be it could be ninety, ten, I have no idea, but I, I really think uh you know, I really think this is is, 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 a, is a is a is a queen song that, you know, queen fans like it's one of the what you, you, think it's,
0: you, you think it's one of the 70 percenters yeah i think people like this song man i think and, and this is one where i think i could be wrong on this and I, I wouldn't be surprised to see this one tip your way or even lower but i'll go 82 18 because i think it is one that i think for the same reasons you and i have passed it i think for those people who are sort of on roughly on the fence I think the fact that the music's so good and Roger's drums sound, which we, we didn't really talk about Roger's drums about from at the beginning. His yeah, drums yeah. are massive on this song. They're just, you know, he's, there's a few songs in the Queen catalogue where you think, oh yeah, Roger Taylor's really pulled out all the songs. Well, this is one of them. Yeah. He's feeling like a demon. Like you said on this song, every time he's not singing, he's filling, And yeah. they're not always like crazy bombastic things, but he's putting some colouring on the drums. So I think that'll tip it. I think it'll go a little bit higher than 7030. So that's where I've gone.
2: Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Fair enough. All right, cool. I mean, I'm
0: I'm actually really kind of glad we got this one tonight because I think, you know, you being a bit tired and needing a bit of a pick-me-up, what better way than to talk about a song that we have had a lot of fun talking about for, I'd say, oh, about a decade and a half, at least.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah, we've been laughing at these lyrics for many years. Many, many, many
2: years. <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're still giggling about it, <laughs> for fuck's sakes. I mean, Jesus.
2: It's so bad. So yeah.
0: Bad. Um, okay, so I'll, I'm, here's your question for this week, Randy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. The, the you know we, we like we like we like to get back to trying to answer the big questions. You know we don't just talk about music on this podcast. We try to impact society by getting into the nitty gritty of the real questions that affect everyone on a day to day basis. So, would you rather? <laughs> hell. Okay, go. Would you rather be able to turn your head like an owl, or have a neck that telescopes up to the length of a giraffe's neck, but can go back down again to normal size?
2: Oh, yeah, D- giraffe neck for sure. No Why? question about it. Well, I
1: could look over a fence if I wanted to look at <laughs> something, right? You know, what if what if I is what if I want to look in the second story of something? I wouldn't have to bother with the stairs. I could just like hoist up my big skull, have a little gander in there. You know, I think that's I think that's I think that's a no brainer. Do you, what, what, well, about, what about you, Kat?
0: Well, do you think do you think though that I mean I haven't dug into this too much, but. You would need, because a giraffe's heart famously is the size of a fucking, you know, a small vehicle because it needs to be, it needs to pump all the blood up to the t- thing's fucking head, right? Which is quite a long mm-hmm. way.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Now, you didn't, do you, you didn't you, mention you, that as a problem?
0: Well, no, no. But do you imagine that when you when you when you neck telescopes, does your heart also bloop, does it enlarge so that it can pump? What, what, what's the mechanical, what do you think? What, what
1: What's going on there? Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe, maybe you'd be a little lightheaded by the time you got up there. <laughs> I don't know. A light-headed,
0: confused giraffe. (laughs) Peering in windows. Hey, whoa, whoa. Why do you want to start peeking in windows on the second floor? What's going on?
1: Well, it's my own house, and I just want to know if I left the remote up there. You don't have a second floor in your house. People don't know that, Kevin.
0: (laughs) They do now. Okay, here, how about this? I think the cardinal just wants to look at his flock. That's not that's not a euphemism.
1: <laughs> I want to see how many leaves are in my, my gutters. And I wouldn't have to get the ladder out. I might there be a little lightheaded though, apparently, because I didn't consider <laughs> <laughs> The giraffe-size heart, which you did not bring up. I just thought of it.
2: <laughs> have you ever seen have
0: you ever seen I think something on social media about um, Noah's Ark again the other day about you know the just the ridiculousness of Noah's Ark? Have you ever seen that clip of Eddie Izzard? Doing the, you know, what what constitutes an evil giraffe? With the humans, we understand the idea of good and bad, evil and uh, very, very good, saintly, I suppose. But with animals, um, what, in fact, is an evil giraffe? How do they...
2: I will eat all the leaves on this tree. I will eat more leaves than I should. And then other giraffes may die. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> I am an evil herbivore. <laughs> all
0: right, well, we should probably wrap things up there, Andy. This has all just got, you know, as usual, it's got, a bit, it's got a bit silly at the end, mainly due to me asking you a stupid question, so...
1: Yeah, you know, really, we should try and keep some, you know, some sort of sense of professionalism.
0: <laughs> oh, we're going to start that after, like, almost <laughs> a year, are we? Okay, well, <laughs> I mean... I just object fundamentally, but okay.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you salty dog.
0: Thanks for joining us for another week, folks. If I were to title this episode, I'd probably call it Are You Joking? Or possibly Mecha File This Under Just Plain Weird. Look, we love Roger. We love his sassy attitude and his powerhouse drumming. We love his guitar playing and we love his songwriting. So we'll give him a pass on one of the dumbest set of lyrics of all time because, you know, we're just generous like that. We really can't wait to hear what you have to say about this song. So make sure you head over to Twitter at Queen Seaside or Facebook at Seaside Pod Review and let us know what you think. And don't forget to come back next week to find out what song the wheel is going to throw up on our epic quest to talk about every single song in the monumental catalog of the best rock band to ever take the stage.
2: Brand new angle, commendable. Park with you. Park with you. Give us a kiss, Cavie. Seaside brazil. I'm just a musical prostitute, my dear.